Welcome to the Emma Stilly Podcast. This is episode 882, What Makes an Entrepreneur? The quick and dirty and direct on this is anyone that starts and operates a business. Shrugging my shoulders, that's, that, that is the actual definition. Now, what makes up an entrepreneur is a little bit different. And the reason I'm doing this podcast is there has been a very common statement made over the last man i don't i i i think gary v is the first person that i ever heard say this and it was if you work a job for another person you are an entrepreneur now since he said it and i remember hearing it on the podcast in the context of the conversation that he was having or in that episode it it made sense i remember nodding my head and saying yeah i didn't get upset about it um i was like oh that would make sense that that's what his definition of this would be now since that time there's become this whole thing where people will say well if you work for somebody else you're not an entrepreneur here's the deal if you see a problem in the world or problems in the world because this is typically more or less actually an outlook on life and then you come up with solutions and then you put those solutions into practice you're an entrepreneur now, all the stuff that's tied into what people kind of think entrepreneurship is, um, a lot of that is window dressing and a lot of that is fluff. Because if you notice at the beginning of the episode, all I said that you had to do to be an entrepreneur is start and operate a business. And forming an LLC is a very easy thing, guys. And it's funny because like most people, when they start a business for the first time, they're, they're nervous about this. I was. I'd formed I got my LLC formed my LLC nine years ago and I was I was hemming and hauling and see for everything for for my thought process even after I formed my LLC because nothing really happens once you incorporate into something right like if you if you have an idea and you think that you're magically going to feel better about your prospects by incorporating it's not going to happen. So you, if you have an idea and you want to you know, give a shot of actually coming up with a solution and putting it into practice, I encourage you to do it. And the reason I encourage you to do it is because once you start working on the thing that it is that you are wanting to solve, when you get past the planning phase and you're actually executing on this, this is what I think really determines on whether or not somebody is an entrepreneur, which is do you set yourself up to where you can continue on whatever the mission is and the mission may actually change as time goes on do you set yourself up to just continue to play the game because a lot of the problems that you're trying to solve are going to be bigger than you so you're going to have to set this up in a way to where you put your efforts in but it's it's positioned in a way to where it's bigger than you. Now, some other things that I that, so I'll, I'll let me give you some some personal context. I view myself as I don't. It's funny I don't give myself a title. Like title has never been a, a huge thing for me. So I incorporated your level fitness nine years ago, and outside of the um, like when I had to file for operation status. I've never really called myself an owner. 
as a matter of fact, if you've followed my LinkedIn, my job title for your level fitness has either been the stuff that I've been doing individually as a, as a coach or a personal trainer, things that you would think in a fitness business or what I really have done, which is work on marketing strategy and execution. So I would call myself marketing manager. And then as my, uh, as, as the jobs that I was interviewing for started to go up in in rank and salary, then it was marketing director because I was doing many things that, uh, corp- that in corporate marketing, they should have been doing. And if they were doing, they were being handled at the director level. So that was me. Um, but I, I say that and I, and I, and I'm working a job right now and I'm actually, I'm in a company where the type of thought process and mindset that I'm talking about is encouraged. We're encouraged to see problems and come up with solutions. And here's another thing. When I say that you're trying to make, set it up to where you can just continue to play the game. In most cases, you're going to need a salary to do that. You're going to need an hourly rate. You're going to need to bring in money to pay for your business. There's a lot of wonderful tools and technologies and resources out there and you can get people to work on stuff with you, but you have to be able to pay them and you have to be able to keep things running. And oh, you have to be able to live your life and take care of whatever responsibilities that you have. Now, I at various times have operated your level fitness to different levels where it was bringing in different, I had different revenue streams, different amounts were coming in. And there have been times, I mean, because it started out as just a portfolio. And over the last couple years, operations have been much slimmer than they were in the past. Now, the reason for that, and this, this, um, when I, when I started working for ABR, um, that really kickstarted some stuff for me that one, I hadn't been doing in a while in some areas. And in other areas, there were things that I hadn't been doing before. And frankly, that's why I was in the position of where I was needing a job. So I think this is another part of entrepreneurship that people don't want want to talk about as much because it's not as glamorous, which is, you know what? Realize when you've been full of your own BS, when you've been holding yourself back, be able to have the type of relationship with yourself to where you can actually work through that and get yourself moving in the right direction, whatever that next direction is going to be for you. Popular things that really aren't going to, you know, that, that most people, that many people think entrepreneurship is that isn't necessarily The funding is a big one. There are many, many operations and many, many things that you can do that don't require you to go on Shark Tank. Because think about this, when you're, when you're doing like, when you're doing an equity stake, you're giving up part of your business, a percentage of your business for cash infusion. If you're operating a business, bringing in revenue, you're able to operate. Now, again, 
you could make the case that you need the cash infusion to do the operations. And there's situations where that's necessary. I can tell you what I do. It's not the case. But, you know, what really got me thinking about this again was I, I heard some video today. Like it was, it was, I've heard this so many times where they asked somebody was like, well, if you're working for somebody else, you're not an entrepreneur. And it's funny because a lot of these content creators that claim to be entrepreneurs, as soon as the next social media platform comes out that they don't want to be on because they've built their following on Instagram, TikTok or wherever, when it's time to do something else, they complain and they pine for wishing that the world was the way that it was whenever they had more reach or whenever they uh, people were more interactive with the, the following they had is was more interactive with their content. If you're truly an entrepreneur, you realize that the world is ever changing. And this, I, I'll tell you, this is something I think. Well, we talk about so what I'm talking about is like learning the lessons from other entrepreneurs, which I guess ties into the whole thing of of uh, education and and um, and support, having a network. Now, I do think if you're going to do anything in life, you have to have a group of like minded people around you. Now, if you're building an organization, the people working within that organization aren't going to have the same drive to do the thing as you. You're you're the operator. Like you're the owner. You should have the all in this is everything investment. But they're your employees. So they don't have to they're, they're not going to have the same drive that you do. They're not going to have the same commitment that you do. But there are some characteristics and some skills that you've probably identified that they do need to have. Um so the, the education and the networking is huge because I think there, there's a lot of resources available. I think you pay for things to the extent that you can afford them. Meaning if you're not making any money, there's a lot of free resources that you can get that will show you how to do the tactical stuff. You can learn all the aspects of marketing. You can learn all the platforms. You can learn how to do traditional, <laughs> traditional print marketing too. You can learn how to do all like, I mean, there's, there's resources out there. So the, the reason I'm saying that is that if you're not bringing any money, there isn't a thousand dollar course that's going to change your life. There are some free courses out there that you can take that honestly compared to some of the more expensive ones. Cause it's funny. A lot of your course creators are just taking the information that they see online for free and repackaging it and selling it. As, as, like it's with very little update and change. So, um, and it's, it's kind of the same with the networking. The interesting thing is, is if you know where you actually are, as far as an entrepreneur, as far as your level of business, you can reach out to other people. Instagram's good for this. LinkedIn can be, but LinkedIn's a cesspool. It DMs all the time from all these people that are going to help me by selling me their product and, want to connect because we've got mutual connections and we have a we're like-minded in the in the fitness industry ugh. Ugh, ugh. but you can connect but what i'm saying is like don't sign up for these class these don't pay for these courses and pay for these networking groups or these masterminds 
if you're not bringing in that type of revenue yet. Do you have to take chances on yourself? Yes, but overextending yourself financially to try to operate a business, especially if you're doing this to get motivated. Like, so that'll be the next. So let me, let me wrap up the whole thing on, um, courses and education first. So if you do that, keep it at whatever level you're at. If you're bringing in the money and you want to go to some workshops and you want to go to some things, cool. Um, now when it comes to, I'm trying to think there's so many things like <laughs> there's so many, uh, so many things. Oh yeah. So, you know, if, if you're trying to find motivation, so people will say that if you're, you know, th this is one thing that you, I think you can actually change your thought process on and it will really help you. If you are looking for motivation, i.e. the validation that you know what you're doing and can do the thing, that's what you've got to, that's, that's what you have to really work on. Because trying to be motivated and trying to feel like you belong, then you are not an entrepreneur because you're not solving a problem with an actual solution. If you see a problem and you are like, man, I wish I could solve this, but you don't have the wherewithal or the, you know, the ability to put your solution out there, your, your fear of failing or your fear of disappointment or your fear of looking like a, somebody thinking you look like a fool, that is holding you back. So buying courses and doing all these things and thinking that one day you are hoping that you're going to belong, that's holding you back. Then you are just playing the game. And that honestly is what I think a lot of people that are operating, that, that are claiming to be entrepreneurs, that's what I think they're really doing. I think they're posting the things. I think they're they're doing the, you know, watching the videos, going to the courses, doing all this stuff in hopes of one day thinking that they're going to belong. And the whole thing is what's really nice about this. Again, it's, it's the sliding scale because anybody can call themselves this. It comes down to you believing in yourself and setting yourself up to where you can play the game. So you have to believe in yourself. There's, there's no point where you're going to magically start to, so remember when I said you, it, anybody can file and uh, uh, can incorporate, but the thing you need to work on is actually believing that you can do the stuff because I think that's what a lot of these courses and things is a lot of these programs that are sold. That's what, so like I work in habit, like I do habit-based coaching. It's part, it's one of the services that I offer. It's one of the things that are part of your level fitness. It's one of the revenue streams. And I don't motivate people. I can't motivate you. I can help you come up with a plan. I can get you, I can nudge you to believe that you can actually do it, that you're capable of doing it, but I can't motivate you. Because if, if I'm motivating you, if you're not really driven to do it on your own, then it's not going to be sustainable. And it, it works like this with entrepreneurship, because if you're trying to do something and you don't truly believe that you can do it and you're truly not ready to do it, it's not going to be sustainable. But the, co like the, the coaching and motivation industry, 
Yes, that's right. I coach, but I think the vast majority of the of the industry is BS. I, I absolutely do. Because I think what they're doing is they're it's it's much like the weight loss industry. People aren't necessarily ready to do something yet, but you tell them that they should be, and they you know, you kind of guilt them into doing something, and then it works for a while, it could be weeks or months or whatever, and they're back to square one. And I, that that is the I, I mean, that is a large portion of the coaching industry for entrepreneurship. Now, are there networks where high value entrepreneurs are, are they networking with each other? Are they meeting? Are they bouncing ideas off of each other? Yes. Are they going to, are there uh, workshops and retreats and things like that that are beneficial? Yes. But the experience that somebody gets at a workshop or a retreat often comes down to the individual. And you got a bunch of people there that are hoping they belong. And you got one person there that is very clear on what they're doing. They believe in themselves. They don't need to have the pep talk that they even belong at this place that they they paid to be at. They're just like, I'm here. And I I paid to be in this because it's an investment. So the, the, you know, and again, I tell you guys, like I'm, my vision is I want people comfortable in their own skin. And I do that through the vehicle of health and fitness through everything that is your level of fitness. And I do have coaching that I do. I do have, um, I have the community, which is piggybacking into meetups. We've already, I said we we're going to meetups in 2024. Got the first one rocking and rolling in August of 2023. I do like to, when I have deadlines, I like to like crush them. I like to like get things done ahead of time. And so much is just starting and seeing what you learned and make adjustments and move forward. Like that, that's a huge part of all this. And that's actually kind of where I am with meetups right now. So there's, there's aspects of this, but you know, I, I, I look at, so I, I look at everything that's there. I looked at everything that's your level fitness and I'm like, if I, in a question where somebody's like, well, an entrepreneur is this, I would say, no, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. <laughs> and what I, in the conversation, would I tell them why? Sure. If they don't agree with me, do I care? No. And that was actually the biggest tell when I heard this, Gary Vee talking about this, when people were up in arms and I'm like, the fact that people care this much about what his opinion of an entrepreneur is does reflect that they're not like that they're not there because like when you're when you're trying to work through and you're trying to solve things you have to believe that you can actually solve the problem it's a belief but a lot of this other stuff it's a money pit for a lot of people because they're, they're thinking the next course is going to teach them some magical thing the next meetup connections matter my my job at abr came because of a connection i have with um with a guy that I worked with at a marketing agency and I walked into a coffee shop and he saw a video that I put out on Facebook the day before and he thought of me and he was like, Hey, we got this role. I think you'd be a huge, you'd be a good fit. Networking works. Being ready for opportunities, whatever they are, you have to be prepared. You're going to have a lot of opportunities in life, some that you miss, some that you don't, some that you execute on, some that you knock out of the park, some that you knock for a, a single, a double, whatever, but you just always have to be ready to have the at-bat. Are you not going to be prepared and miss some of them? Sure. 
but you got to be able to nail some of them. Like you just have to be able to nail some. Um, you know, it's, I'm sitting here and I'm really just trying to, because I'm trying to do this as a relatively short episode. I realize we're 20 minutes in. <laughs> um, but I do want to talk about, let's, let's talk about hustle culture, stuff you see online. I make a point to not post that I'm grinding or that I'm hustling and I don't show all that much of my process, but the reality of it is for one, for the, the things in life that I want, which I want people comfortable in their own skin. That's my underlining message. I do that through your level fitness. I do that through the content and the podcast that I do for men's mental health. I could put a business model around men's mental health. I don't want to do it. I want to do, I want to have the interviews. I want to put out the content. I want to get the message out to as many people as I can. There is some merch around it, but that's about it. Because I think those are really important conversations to have. So when we're talking about things, when we're talking about being a micro influencer online, actually having a following, I've done it on multiple platforms. Do I have a huge following? No, because I was never trying to just be an influencer. I was trying to build a business and build a community around it. But the fact that I have over 800 people that follow a Facebook page, the fact that there are over 300 people in a Facebook group, the fact that I have two Instagram accounts, one has almost 4,000 followers, the other has about 700. The fact that my TikTok has like 2,400 people following it. I, I have a presence online. And it's always that wonderful thing where I don't follow a ton of people, but people follow me. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that, but it's like if somebody claiming to be an influencer and then you look and they're like following as many people as follow them, or in some cases are following a lot more. Like that's just one thing I'm like, stop fronting. And that gets into this whole hustle culture and look at me, I'm grinding. Look at me, I'm hustling. No, you're trying to tell yourself that you actually belong is what you're doing. Another area, I mean, there's there's people out there that will sell podcast coaching, like how to start a podcast, which I find hilarious. I don't even know how many podcasts I've started at this point, and I'm well over 2,000 episodes. I'm probably like 2,500 episodes all total. I have deleted and canceled more podcasts than what most people start. And I actually did do a series. If you subscribe to Your Level Life, go to yourlevellife.com, subscribe for one flat monthly rate. You can see my how to start a podcast series. And if you know me, you ask a question, you're like, hey, I'd love to start a podcast. Cool. I'll answer a question for like, I'll answer questions. Because see, the funny part is, is when you actually when you actually do things, you can answer things in a very simple, straightforward, direct way, because you know how to do it. And you've put the repetitions in. And that's another thing when it comes to entrepreneurship, you're just putting reps in. It's not glamorous. Now, I'll tell you what, like, you need to surround yourself with like-minded people or people that have similar values. But when it comes to you, your process and what you do, there's not going to be that many people close to you. Because people aren't wired this way. Even though right now, I mean, I, like I, you know, for me, I've already won. I've already helped a lot of people. I'm setting this up in a different way to where there's multiple revenue streams and, you know, the, my longevity, I mean, I, I look at the world in 2023 as a 41 year old man and the life that I've had and, 
you know, things that I deal with with cerebral palsy and everything and looking at the prospects for retirement. I'm like, I'm one mentally. I think my, I would, I just, I can't just sit. Right. And I have lifelong ambitions. Fortunately, this stuff that I do, I want to do for the rest of my life. I want to do for decades. And I am setting this up for where it's going to be, where I'm going to be taken care of financially because you know what? I don't know what the long-term effects of CP medically living in the United States is going to be like. And I still have a thing in most, in many of the the companies that I've gone to, I mean, I've, I've experienced, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing when you have a disability because people will be like, oh, we'll just, you'll have this job and you're just happy to be here. No, it's, no, I, I want to be, I, I, I want my, my position and my responsibility and everything tied to it to be in line with my skills, not just that you gave me a token job, which again, when I talk about, it's important to have a job where it's feeding what you're doing. Cause the nice thing about me now, like operating Daryl and ABR Daryl, I get to be myself. I don't have to suppress things. I just get to be me. I get to do my thing. I get to solve the big lifelong problems that I'm solving, which is I want people comfortable in their own skin. I don't like what the fitness and beauty industries have done, how they market against their insecurities. And oh, by the way, I can help single owner restaurants tell their story and market, not just on social media, but through all types of avenues. And I love it because like I love food, but it's funny. And I'll put out some food content every once in a while, like today. (laughs) Today I did some stuff on some wings or some wings with some sauces and such. I'm like, yeah, I like doing that. That was cool. I would never want to be a con- like, I would never want to create content around food all the time. Cause like there's, oh my gosh, there's, there's just so many. And you could say the same thing about health and fitness, but it's funny. Like for health and fitness, I'm just like, I've been doing this for over half my life. And that just is what it is. Anyway, <laughs> I've been talking a lot. Those are my thoughts on entrepreneurship. Truly. To be an entrepreneur, you just have to start a business. And the biggest skills that I, the, the biggest skill set to have is the genuine belief that you can solve the problem. The fact that you're actually working to solve the problem and the fact that you can really decipher what it is that you're doing and, and push all the distractions out. Because we live in a world now with a ton of distractions. We live in a digital world where we can be distracted at any and all times. So those are my thoughts. Thank you as always for listening. And I'll talk to you again real soon. Hey there. If you got any type of value from the episode that you just listened to, I ask that you share it. Copy a link from wherever it is you're listening to the podcast. Share directly in text. Send it in DM somewhere. Share it in your story. Post about it. Um, Call somebody up and tell them about it. Right? Email them. Whatever it is. Uh, Because I'll tell you what, sending these messages out individually, if something really resonated with you and you send it to somebody else and they see, oh my gosh, see how high the number is for the Almost Daily Podcast. I want to check this out from the very beginning. Little do they know that there are well over 1,500 episodes on this podcast ready for them to listen to and all of them are going to help reinforce a message that they really can be comfortable in their own skin as they are right now. So it is really, really important that you share these messages with each and every person that you think would benefit from hearing them. If you're enjoying the podcast yourself, 
I would really appreciate it if you would rate and review or give the podcast as a whole a shout out. Again, this is how people discover this message in this fast-paced world that we live in. It is just, it's, there's a lot of noise. So you taking time out of your day, which I really, really appreciate, telling people about this podcast, sharing the message, that's, that's how we get the message out. Um, if you're interested in more of the content that I do, I ask you to head to DarylPerry.com. It's kind of my online home base that'll just point you in all kinds of different directions because between podcasts and social media and all that stuff, like I, I just need a hub where everything uh, is, is centralized. So that's what that is. And then finally, if you really dig this and you really want to support what it is that I'm doing, I ask that you head to yourlevellife.com. That is my on-demand video platform. And for one low monthly rate, you have access to all types of on-demand videos. Uh, there's different series that I do there. There's even some courses in there. And I am building the on-demand platform really into being everything that I can possibly push it to be. So go ahead, sign up now. Thank you as always for your support. Thank you as always for listening. And I will talk to you again real soon.